everybody. This is Rachel. I wanted to say a little bit before this episode, we recorded this last Tuesday and I had really struggled of whether to include GAC in the preview. I know it's a controversial topic. We didn't know whether we would cover them this season or not. I did decide to include them in the preview uh, and, and, you know, people can decide whether they want to watch them or not. Uh, but when we found out today, this is Sunday now that I'm recording this, that all pretty much all of the GAC content is going to be available from Peacock through their free service. And so that is a way that you'll be able to watch the GAC uh, movies if that's something that interests you without actually supporting them or their investors. Uh, so that made me very happy because uh, particularly uh, people like Janine and Michael Damien, who have been so kind to us, or Jen Lilly, uh, I would like to be able to support their films, uh, but I struggled with being able to support GAC. So that's just something I wanted to let you know, uh, that if any of the films for GAC interest you, you can watch them on Peacock. So thanks so much. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast and Merry Christmas. We are so excited today to be giving you our preview of all the rest. We have done previews on Lifetime, on Hallmark Channel, what we had at the time, at least we'll be doing another one of those. And of UpTV, we have preview of them. So we have tons and tons of previews for you. And today we are talking about all the rest. We're talking about we're talking about Netflix, we're talking about GAC, we're talking about Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, all the rest. It's going to be really fun. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Ryan is here. Hey, Rachel, it's great to be back with you once again, doing another preview of these for all the rest. You know, it, it feels like yesterday I did this with uh, with you for 2020. It's yeah, funny it was... how just time is just like, is like a little... And then it's the next year. <laughs> and we aren't alone. We have Jennifer Chandler here. Hello. Yeah. Thank you so much for letting me join. Yay. <laughs> yes. I hope that you have both had great uh, 2021s as much as we can during this crazy year. But uh, I had the chance to actually meet Jennifer this year. So it's very exciting. I know. That was Yay. awesome. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Definitely a uh, highlight of the year. <laughs> oh, me for me as well. It was. I can't wait to go back. It was so fun, uh, <laughs> and I hope to eventually one of these days I'm going to go out to Florida and meet Ryan. <laughs> I'm looking forward yeah. to it. It'll be so fun. Um, so last year, of course, we had some very memorable movies in our All the Rest preview, including Letters to Saint Claus. Maybe we <laughs> never forget. <laughs> How could we possibly ever forget? <laughs> But I don't, I don't think we have anything that memorable this year, but we certainly got a lot of films to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say nothing, uh, nothing as off the wall as that this year, which yeah, is that a blessing or it's a curse? I allow the, uh, the audience to decide. Sci-fi channel, let us down. No new movies this holiday season. <laughs> Sharknado 6, like sharking around the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> and... I'll come up with a better title. <laughs> and this by no means includes everything. There are so many. And so if you're saying, where's that? Well, we may have missed some. We did our best, uh, but we are going to be talking uh, and we have our preview rating system that we do for these previews. We have a lump of coal for, we're not excited at all. 
We have a sock for mm, meh. <laughs> we have an orange for we're, we're, we're pretty excited. And then diamond ring, most excited. So it's pretty fun. And well, let's dive in. Some of these will spend more time on than others. All right. So then on the first we have from Netflix, we have the Kloss family. And this is, uh, it's when his grandfather suddenly falls ill, holiday hating Jules learns of his family's magical legacy and realizes he's the only hope to save Christmas. This is originally in Dutch and then they dubbed it in, into English. And you can see the trailer, uh, if you go on Netflix, uh, um, what did you think of this, Jennifer? Um, well, first I was very confused because it wasn't in English and the one I watched didn't have subtitles, but then I found them with subtitles. Um, I I kind of got uh, vibes just from like the feeling I got uh, of the kind of Christmas nostalgia and the music and all that of Jingle Jangle, which I know it's not the, the same at all, mm-hmm. but, um, and there's no weird little robots but I was really excited about the way this was structured. Um, it seems like it was really well uh, produced and put together. The music sounds incredible. And when I was looking for the trailer with the subtitles, um, I found like a special on the music for making the movie. And so that made me hopeful that there's even more you know, substance to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm extremely optimistic. I thought it looked like a, a really nice story and hopefully mm-hmm. a, a maybe a potential future Christmas classic. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. They, they have on the Netflix, uh, site, uh, on, if you look for this movie on Netflix, you'll see they have a trailer that's actually dubbed. So it's not even subtitles. It's actually dubbed in English. Um, and so if people, if that's difficult for them with the subtitles that they, they'll have a version in English, but yeah, I thought it looked really magical. I, I, you know, we don't get that many Santa stories actually from Hallmark. So I think this could be a nice, uh, nice thing that Netflix keeps doing is bringing some Santa and some magic into the Christmas scene, uh, it, because we're just not getting it from a lot of other places. And, uh, so yeah, I, I'm going to give this like a really nice orange, like a Harry and David orange. I'm really hopeful that it's good, <laughs> but uh what do you think ryan um i liked this it kind of reminded me it gave me uh chronicles of narnia vibes specifically mm. yeah, the, it did. the witch in the wardrobe and maybe Agreed. it's because the the little boy enters one area and goes into a completely different other area so maybe that's the connection there but that's that's what i was thinking of i'll concur with you rachel and i'll give it a um like a nice big orange kind of like like those florida oranges you see in those orange juice commercials yeah <laughs> did you give a score uh, jennifer i did not um i did want to say i'm excited that there's a dub version because i think that's more likely that my family will get to watch it with me <laughs> mm. but i yeah. actually love subtitles because then the only thing i can do is watch the movie <laughs> i can't multitask and distract that's myself true. <laughs> um i am gonna be incredibly optimistic and give this one a diamond i'm really no. i'm excited i'm nervous to give it that high i feel like i'm you know we're straight out of the gate here's a diamond on my second one but i i'm excited for it i hope it's as good as i think it looks like <laughs> look at jennifer being a renegade yeah. <laughs> living on the edge <laughs> yeah 
Oh, so next we have on the 5th of November, we have Love Hard. This is from Netflix. It stars Nina Dobrov, Darren Barnett, Jimmy O. Yang, James Saito. And it's a young woman in Los Angeles falls in love with a man on a dating app and travels to his East Coast hometown to surprise him for Christmas, but discovers that she has been catfished. Her crush actually does live in the same town and the man who duped her offers to set them up if she pretends to be his girlfriend for the holiday. So (laughs) this is pretty crazy, pretty weird, I think. (laughs) But uh, what do you think, Jennifer? I I don't know. I, I thought it looked like um, a combination of a bunch of different movies. Obviously, the plot lines we've seen before, just I haven't seen them mashed that way. Um, it reminded me a little bit of, uh, oh, now I can't even remember. It was there, but it's gone. Um, anyway, oh, uh 27 dresses not not at all the same thing but where the girl kind of pretends to be the perfect girl for um the love interest oh yeah so i i kind of thought about that like when she's trying to impress her crush um so it looks i think it has potential but it also has potential to just be a really busy plot heavy kind of confusing setup so we'll see yeah uh what do you think ryan I'm going to spoil my rating. I'm going to go lump of coal because this, <laughs> if this would have been like, this trailer would have been made any different. It would have easily been a thriller. I felt so uncomfortable <laughs> with this woman. And, and and I'm not like some kind of prude or anything. But when I was watching this, I was like, this is not a situation where it's funny. This is creepy. It's like, you should report this person. So, and, yeah. And, that's super fair and now i'm so disappointed it's not a thriller that would have been incredible jason blum could have been all over this one but uh, (laughs) maybe i'm just getting outraged over a lot of nothing as most of us tend to do nowadays but when i was watching this i was like how is this a comedy in what universe is this a comedy this feels like it belongs in a monty python sketch but yeah in fairness, almost every single ro- romantic comedy could be made a horror movie, but it's this one cringy. does lean on that quite a bit. Um, I mean, we joke that you can take any Hallmark movie and put a different score behind it, and it's a horror movie. <laughs> Imagine if Pretty Woman was a horror movie. Oh, yes. But yeah, it definitely, <laughs> and it also has like slightly, maybe slightly racist vibes that made me uncomfortable with the uh, portrayal of the catfisher. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. So I will see, maybe it'll be super funny, but I'm not convinced. So I am going to give it a dirty sock. A dirty <laughs> sock. <laughs> what, did you give it a score? I didn't, um, I, I'll give it a sock as well. Um, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of suspending disbelief when we approach these sorts of plot <laughs> lines. So yeah, I, again, fair. it didn't cross my mind at all that it, the thriller aspect, but now that it's been said, I will never get over it um, or my disappointment that it isn't one. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm hopeful that there's not any racist tones. I, I took it as she was just surprised it wasn't who she expected. So I really mm-hmm. hope they, avoid that entire thing but um this movie is (laughs) this movie is legit one scene away from being it puts the lotion in the basket (laughs) (laughs) oh my Uh, word i really hope now uh, someone if you're you know interested 
cut it to be a thriller put yeah, some scary it's like music they behind did. it share us the share the trailer with us and i will watch that all day <laughs> it's like they did the batman for um with head lasso do you see yes. that yes yes so well. exactly so let's, well done let's do that whoever did that should be hired as an editor they are Agreed. very good yes that it was, was very, very well done anyway okay so next we have the great christmas switch this is on the 6th of november and it's on gac it's sarah lind and dylan casey and the summary is Kaylin and Sophia are identical twins who have grown up believing the other has the more glamorous life. Kaylin sometimes feels unappreciated in her nonstop world of kids and to-do lists. Sophia is laid back to the point of paralysis and cannot seem to assemble the basics of life, a healthy work-life balance and evolved relationships. When Sophia tells her twin she's had to cancel her Christmas vacation to stay in San Diego to work, Kaylin jumps at the chance to flee the frost of Ohio to take her sister's place. With her niece and nephew at their dad's for Christmas, Sophia believes her only job will be watch the holiday movies by the fire. Kaylin feels confident her demanding day-to-day has prepared her for Sophia's grinchy boss and flaky friends. Then reality sets in with familiar turned upside down. It will take a Christmas miracle to make it all right again. So I'll start with this one. I love this plot idea. I think this sounds really fun. The whole idea of a, I actually did a NaNoWriMo book with almost the same plot, (laughs) but they like switched. They wasn't twins. They just like switched bodies because that would make it even more fun. But (laughs) The whole idea, because like we as single people can be super judgy of our friends with kids, you know, and, 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 and then the friends with kids can be really judgy of a single people. And I think or like envious. putting that, <laughs> <laughs> putting that in a dynamic, I think could be really good and really interesting and fun. And, and, uh, so I don't know, I really like this, um, this description. I really like Sarah Lind. I think she's great. Um, and who's the other um i don't know who the other twin is but um i mean i guess she's playing both of them duh what am i saying she's she's playing both twins um so i like her a lot sarah lind and so that sounds good and dylan casey he's dreamy um i know what do you think jennifer you know, I have to real quick say that uh, I, well, I'm jealous of my friend's free times. I do like my kids. I didn't want that to sound. <laughs> I just remember at the beginning of quarantine, someone I think in New York had made like a gallery, like an art gallery for their hamster or something. And I was like, I can't even fathom of having that kind of free time. Like I just, like there, there's no world in which my free time right now looks anything like that. It's all unconsciousness. So anyway, just, I do like my kids, but um, through no fault of its own, I'm a little hesitant on this one just because there's so many switch movies, it seems like going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm a little curious how they're going to make a fresh uh, perspective. Obviously this is a story that's been told over and over again through, you know, Freaky Friday or the Prince and the Pauper and all the different variations after that. Um, It sounds interesting. Uh, I just, you know, I hope they can they make did it one separate with, they did one with Hallmark, but with Candace Kim and Bray a couple of years ago. But the problem mm-hmm. was, is that everyone knew they had switched. And so uh, all the funniness of them being switched was ruined. Oh, it was just like, Oh, everyone knows that you're like that wife swap show or whatever. Only <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't because that's the whole thing that could be funny is you have somebody, a fish out of water. You have a single girl trying to take care of two kids. You have a 
a, a, a mom trying to make it in the business world. Like that's, but if everybody knows that you're switched, then, then who, then there's nothing there. There's no conflict. It's everyone knows. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they won't do that here. Hopefully they will. They will, won't tell everyone that they're switched. Um, but uh, what about you, Ryan? What do you think? I agree with most of Jennifer's points. There have been a ton of switch movies. Uh, and there was one that I was thinking of, Rachel, while you were reading off the plot. There was this one called The Change Up. It stars uh, Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason Bateman has the, uh, has the family. Ryan Reynolds is the single guy. And they both wish they could uh, they could switch, and sure enough, they do. And you can pretty much fill in the blanks from there. Uh, I I am interested though. I'll I'll give it um I'll give it an orange. Uh, all right. Did I say what I I I'm not. going to give this diamond ring. I'm going to be hopeful, and we'll wow. see. I know. I really think it could be fun, especially if they capture that sort of that conflict that can kind of exist and and particularly in two sisters you know that can be kind of you know have that conflict so we'll see uh but all right so next up we have on netflix on the 7th we have father christmas is back uh and this has a great cast elizabeth hurley john cleese kelsey Grammer, and it is uh in this british comedy four feuding sisters have to learn how to come together as a family when their long-lost father surprises them at their ancestral yorkshire mansion so uh what did you think of this trailer and this uh uh, film uh what do you think of this uh jennifer i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i am so scared like I'm hopeful. It looks kind of funny. It seems like it's got a bunch of people that I like in it. Um, I love that girl. I don't even know her name, but I love her from uh, Drop Dead Diva. Yeah, April Bowby. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. And her saying that she felt like she fell into Hogwarts, I was almost yeah, in that tears. Was good. Um, so that I feel like they teased it really well. I just don't know if they're if like the whole thing can actually be sustainably funny, but. Um, I, I thought it looked really good, um, potentially. So I, I'll give it yeah. an orange. What do you think, uh, Ryan? This movie's got John Cleese and Kelsey Grammer in it. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> you going Diamond Ring? Uh, I won't go quite that far. I'll go next level down and uh, and say, shoot, I forgot. Orange. orange. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, you give it like a cubic zirconium. <laughs> yeah maybe a grapefruit <laughs> I, I wouldn't go quite that far not quite <laughs> well the next one i had actually just added because i forgot since it's it's a vod it's not a tv movie i forgot to put it on the sh- spreadsheet but I, I want to talk about for a second it's uh on the ninth it's called see you next christmas and it stars elizabeth guest aj meyer and christine weatherup and i actually already saw this movie and I really enjoyed it. In fact, I enjoyed it so much that I have already recorded an interview with Christine Weatherup, uh, of the writer, director, and one of the co-stars. Um, it's really, it's a simple movie. I, I'll, I'll read it. It's just um, chronically single Natalie and Logan continue to run each other at their friend's annual holiday party year after year. They begin to wonder if they're meant to be together. So basically they're friends, uh, well, her cousin, and his friend are married, a married couple, 
and they throw this party every year called the Clark, Mary Clarkmas party. And, and so the movie every year follows each year of them having this party. And these two people meet every year at the party and they, they get to know each other more and more and have various things. And I just, I thought they had really good chemistry. I thought it was genuinely funny. It's definitely on a very small budget. So it's not like fancy filmmaking here. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought the side characters were funny. Um, and a lot of times when, when movies are trying to not be Hallmark, they like choose to be super raunchy. And this isn't like a G-rated film, but it's definitely like it didn't, it wasn't off-putting in that way to me. So I appreciated that. Um, and the ending was really good. I really liked it. And so uh, if you can see it on v- VOD uh, or, you know, however you want to see it, I, I, I recommend it. I, I really enjoyed it. I would give it a, I, I mean, in, in worlds of star, a world of crowns, I would give it like four crowns um because i've already seen it so i can't preview something i've already seen (laughs) um so anyway i just wanted to throw that one in there um it sounds but let's talk let's talk about home suite alone this is on the 12th of november disney plus it stars ellie kemper rob delaney archie yates who was in um uh in the um jojo rabbit uh, and uh, it's 10 year old Max Mercer is accidentally left at home by himself for the holidays when his family leaves for a vacation to Tokyo and has to take separate flights due to an error in the flight booking. At first, Max revels in getting to do whatever he wants now that he's alone, but soon he must defend his house from burglars Pam and Jeff Frizzikowski, a couple looking to steal a priceless heirloom from his family. So, uh, what? What do you think, Jennifer, about this new Home Alone? I feel like I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place because my family is obsessed with Home Alone. We've watched especially the first two over and over and over and over and over again. My brother and I used to have the the talk boy thing that he used in Home Alone 2. So big fans. And then on the other hand, as a parent watching it with your children, you go, oh my gosh, these people are awful to each other so i'm excited for some of the things that this movie looks like it's going to correct from the old movies um specifically i know this sounds really niche but that there's a priceless heirloom that they're zeroed in on at the house i never understood why they targeted the McAllisters specifically <laughs> like they have a huge house but what are they actually going to get that's that's worth all this trouble yeah like so, some baseball cards like what i i don't even know like vcrs i know i know it's a different era but i just didn't understand what why they couldn't go to any of the other houses on the street why they were so obsessed with that one other than obviously it made our movie um so i'm optimistic but like maybe a, an orange wrapped in a sock <laughs> what, what do you think ryan um i'm in a similar place as jennifer when i first saw the trailer my first gut reaction was it was like like <laughs> audible sigh and my eyes went back to the straight in my head so fast you would have thought i was the undertaker but that's neither here nor there um, <laughs> Then, as soon as the blood rushed back to my head, I kind of recognized that this is probably going to be home alone for a completely completely new group of people that's not me. So, 
I, I will say kind of in the middle ground between orange and sock, sock wrapped in an orange, I might as well go with the flow there. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll probably be like, oh, come on, please. Because I can probably quote Home Alone entirely from memory. Like even the smaller lines, like when Marv and Harry are in the van, they're like 661 about now. And then the lights come on and like little things like that. Yeah. But I also recognize that for other kids, this is going to be their home alone. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I want to do is take anything away from children, memories and such. So so I, I'm as middle ground on this as you can possibly be. You're a, you're a sock if there was one, right? Pretty much. I'm Mr. Sock. Yeah. Well, yeah, the original Home Alone is, is like a foundation movie for me. It was the first comedy I ever really connected with. I went to see it with my grandparents when I was 10. And I just remember just laughing my head off that it was, I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I still enjoy it to this day. I still love John Candy in that movie. I think he's so funny. And Polka King um, of the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and, you know, I still love things like keep the change. <laughs> keep the change. I love that. The animal. But I have to say in the trailer, the trailer was better than I expected. I know a lot of people were groaning, but I actually, I mean, I had low expectations, but I was surprised how traditional it felt like I was expecting this movie to have like tons of apps and tons of, you know, like make it lame. And, but like, this felt like all stuff that a kid would actually kind of have and do and it felt kind of old school to me in the trailer, which made me happy. Um, and I think that this kid is cute, Archie Yates. And I like Ellie Kemper. And uh, she's great. So uh, it is really funny on the IMDb. The summary is, it says, a married couple tries to steal back a valuable heirloom from a troublesome kid. <laughs> uh, what a weird take. <laughs> <laughs> weird summary. it's like from the perspective of the robbers we're gonna i thought well, that was funny well before i'm gonna we give go- it an orange i'm hopeful i i actually think i mean it can't be worse than the previous three so what do you gotta lose well uh, before we move on i think it should be noted that joe pesci not only was in home alone in 1990 but he was also in goodfellas and won an oscar joe pesci yeah had the best 1990. No one in 1990 had a better year than that man. Yeah. <laughs> it would All be right. interesting to do Home Alone from the perspective of the robbers. I did, even while they were talking in That's their car, I thought about fun with Dick and Jane when they like were, started to be criminals because <laughs> they just needed to survive. That's an underrated film. I, I like love it. that Jim movie. It's I really funny. I, I, I don't understand why it has such bad reviews. I liked it better in the original. Anyway, moving on. Okay, we have Christmas time is here on the 13th of November. GAC is Stuart Dway, Sean Williams, and Rakia Bernard, and Tom Pickett. And it's Nia is a successful small town real estate agent and has her heart set on closing a big sale on a new resort for her client, Julian, in her hometown of Pine Valley, just in time for Christmas. There is only one hitch. No matter how many properties Nia shows Julian, he keeps coming back to the one resort that isn't for sale, the one belonging to Nia's widower, widower dad, Patrick. Patrick would like to sell the property and retire 
it's Nia who cannot let go of memories of an idyllic time in life when her mom was still alive and very much a part of the resort. Julian realizes Nia's reluctance to sell the property, but it may not matter. Julian's impatient boss has come to town intent on getting the deal done before Christmas. At risk of losing his job, Julian comes up with a magical plan for saving Nia's family resort. So what do you think, Jennifer? I think it sounds like there's a chance that it'd be really sweet and endearing. Um, I could, there's not a trailer for that one, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen a trailer just to see kind of the setup. Um, I feel like we've seen this plot, similar plot before. Um, but I kind of like, I like the twist where she's almost trying to lead him away from the property. Um, so I, I'm optimistic. I'll, I'll go tiny orange. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, it feels okay. I think I'd have to see it in, in order to like gauge it, but uh, it, it kind of feels like something I've seen before. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a look, but I, I would have, but I think the jury is still out at least. So you give me. it a sock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do like Dwayne and Rakia. They were in the one winter weekend movies on on Hallmark channel and they had really good chemistry. So that kind of makes me more interested, but the whole save the save the resort plot is not my favorite. So I'm also going to give it a sock, but because of the talent, I am, I'm hopeful that it'll be good. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Okay, next we have The Princess Switch 3, and this is on Netflix. It stars Vanessa Hudgens as all three, of course. And it is Vanessa Hudgens stars three times over in this lighthearted third Princess Switch movie, which follows Queen Margaret and Princess Stacy as they try to track down a stolen precious family artifact. They team up with Margaret's cousin, Fiona, who enlists the help of a new mysterious man. So (laughs) I loved the last Princess Switch, especially with Hudgens. I think it's Fiona who is the like Cruella de Vil of the group. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious to me. I really enjoyed that. So I am very optimistic that this will also be great because I loved the last one. I really loved the first one. So I'm going to go diamond ring on this. Let's wow. hope it's a triple carrot. <laughs> <Diamond> <laughs> <ring>. <laughs> what do you think, Jennifer? 
Oh, honestly, I read the title when I was looking, you know, going through the movies, preparing for this. And I went, another one. <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like this is going to be one of those things I watch with my girls in particular. That's going to be a fun tradition. They're going to love it. And then I'll love it more and more as the tradition grows. But just as a movie itself and for how excited I personally am for it. I mean, she's got talent. There's no doubting that. I think she does a great job with it. It's just super not my thing. And it's number three. So I'm going to go with a sock. <laughs> Ryan? I'm going to go diamond ring on this one. Whoa! Because, Whoa! because out I, the big guns. Because I love Vanessa Hudgens. I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. She was a bit of a crush of mine when I saw her in the first high school musical. And that feeling has never really gone away and 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 I've and I've actually really enjoyed her in other roles of uh, Spring Breakers that weird James Franco movie from Harmony Corinne it comes to mm -hmm. mind she was really good there so I'm I'm willing to give this one a shot and no it's not just because I I kind of crush for Vanessa Hudgens when I was younger no the movie Did you see actually, the last one Actually, no, no, I haven't. She was so funny. She was really good. She plays one of the twins is like evil. I mean, triplets is like evil. And uh, well, they're not it's really triplets. They all look alike. <laughs> anyway, she's hilarious. Okay, let's keep going. Then we have a uh, candy coated Christmas. This is on Discovery Plus. This is on the 19th. And it stars Reed Drummond from Food Network, who pirate the pi pioneer uh, woman. Um, and then Molly McCook and Aaron O'Connell, and it's a woman returning home in this case to Peppermint Hollow. She's befriended by Drummond, the bakery owner and sweet things ensue. So, I, I mean, I'm guessing that Ree's part is actually probably pretty minimal, <laughs> uh, that, uh, that it's kind of a gimmick, uh, having her, uh, be in this, but, you know, I do love her. I think she's great. And Aaron O'Connell is very, very dreamy. Uh, so I'm going to give this like a candy orange. It's candy cake to Christmas. I'm going to one of those ones that you like pop on the table. <laughs> those chocolate oranges. Uh, what about you, Jennifer? Um, I think I fell on the same lines as you as far as thinking that the Pioneer Woman is more of like a gimmick. Uh, she's just got a small part and uh, probably isn't going to be a huge huge character um not that that would really make or break the movie for me so uh, i think <laughs> aaron o'connell is very attractive so i was like mm, we'll give it an orange for that <laughs> like <laughs> i'll i'll be hopeful it's a cute enough plot and uh i like the i peppermint hollow is just super cutesy <laughs> yeah what do you think ryan i'll give it an orange as well i think I, I I like the I like the idea of this. I really do. Okay. Next we have a kind-hearted Christmas. This is on the 20th on GAC. It's Cameron Matheson and Jenny Garth. And it's Jamie owns a sightseeing tour company in the small town of Cooperville, New York. So knowing where to find fun and interesting things to do is her job. However, navigating the holidays with the same enthusiasm is trickier for Jamie since her husband matt uh passed away matt loved christmas and found unparalleled joy in giving to others while watching her favorite news program wake up upstate or more importantly the show's 
handsome TV anchor, Scott, Jamie learns about a neighboring high school's fundraiser and spontaneously gifts the entire amount anonymously. Jamie's anonymous gift sparks another and another until the entire town gets into the spirit. News of the generous gift giving draws Jamie's TV crush to Cooperville, seeking to do some serious reporting on the identity of the secret Santa. So this stars, uh, I said, Cameron Matheson, Jenny Garth. Um, what do you think, uh, Jennifer? I am going crazy trying to remember, was it 2020? There was an, another movie with a journalist and maybe a secret Santa, someone doing um, uh, kind things for the, the neighborhood and everyone was yeah. trying to figure out who it was. This plot has been done many times. I am I I know the one you're thinking of, and of course I can't think of it right now either. Sorry. (laughs) Sweet. I like I like the twist. Um I I think I'll give this an orange. It it sounds like it has potential. So I'm I'm hopeful. What do you think, Ryan? I am I'm going along the same route route as Jennifer, uh orange. I was I was going to joke and be like, oh, yes, I'm looking forward to the new interpretation of Miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> the movie from Lifetime was called Christmas Unwrapped. Ah, thank you. Yes. There we go. And it was about ambitious reporter learns the true meaning of Christmas when he investigates Eric Gallagher, a beloved member of the town, who insists on all the gifts he provides are from, are from Santa himself. So, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, okay so now we have or i don't know if i said did you rate that one i don't think i did so i'm gonna get i actually watched the preview for this one and i thought it looked a little boring um a little nervous i mean i love cameron matheson but um i am going to give this one a sock but i hope it'll be good Okay, then we have Christmas Down Under. This is on Ion Channel. This is on the 21st. It stars Paul O'Brien and Justine Kaser. After a fight with her husband, a tightly wound wife follows him to his hometown of Sydney, Australia, in hopes of saving their marriage. Tracking him down proves complicated, and she must rely on an Aboriginal tour guide and a social media influencer rideshare driver to help all just days before Christmas. So... <laughs> I don't know about this. This sounds kind of wild. Like it's interesting. You usually don't see warm weather Christmas movies. It's in Australia. You usually don't see movies about a married couple. So that's different. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Jennifer? I have so many thoughts. It reminds me of like a uh, uh, leap year a little bit. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> that kind of <laughs> plot line, which of course a lot of these were, like you said, we're going to have seen similar plots before. Um, my daughter was outraged that they stole the title from Rescuers Down Under and I didn't <laughs> have the heart to explain it to her. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't seen the trailer, so maybe seeing it would change my mind. Maybe it would make it worse. I don't know. Yeah, it uh, seems a little stars. busy. Like, I, I think I'm glad it doesn't sound like they're trying to introduce another love interest with the tour guide or social media influencer. Yeah. Um, so well, I don't really like them describing her as a tightly wound wife. Like that, I don't like that. Yeah, That's I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to give it a sock. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I might even uh, just because they're trying something different, I'll give it a sock. But it's oh. it's like a cold dusted <laughs> sock. Like I'm not feeling this. I. Uh, what do you think, Ryan? I agree with you, Rachel. This just feels 
I don't think this is really my speed. Coal dusted sock. Yeah. Okay. I love how we have... invented additional layers of, <laughs> of <laughs> rankings <Yeah>. here. <laughs> okay. So we have Who is Christmas Eve? This is on the 21st. This is on the Bounce Network. And it's Paige Hurd, Romeo Miller, and Juliana Harkavay. And it's Eve was abandoned as an infant on the steps of a church 30 years ago on Christmas Eve. Now struggling to move forward with her life, she embarks on a search to uncover the mystery of her birth with the help of her boyfriend, Curtis, and famed investigative genealogist, Pam Slayton. The movie is inspired by actual events from Slayton's real-life cases, and she serves as a producer. So, yeah, I mean, this sounds fine to me, I would say. It sounds interesting. It could be done well. Um, what do you think, Jennifer? Yeah, I, I like this fan. I like, of course, that it's based on a, a true story and that it's kind of a mystery. It's a different sort of take on a Christmas story. Um, so I, I'm interested. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Give yeah, me an orange, so I, a tiny, an orange. a tiny, hopeful orange. Like one of those cuties? We'll give it <laughs> yeah, like a cutie. cutie. I'll give it a cutie. A cutie orange. <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? <laughs> um, I'll give it a cutie as well. I think it's weird enough that if I watch it, I actually might kind might dig it. But I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, who names their kid Christmas? Like, who would love it so much, Rachel, that they would name their children after a holiday? <laughs> I've seen it before. I've I've seen people. I mean, I guess I live and breathe in the space, so it's not unheard of. But, uh, uh, this, but yeah, allow me to introduce my son. Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, remember the Bond movie named Chris with the <laughs> Christmas. The, Which and movie? the Lisa Richards, the, the scientist. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, that's from Die Another Day. We don't yeah. talk about Die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Then we have A Boy Called Christmas. This is on the 24th. This is Netflix. It has a huge cast, but Maggie Smith, Jim Broadbent, Henry Lawful, Toby Jones, Sally Hawkins, Kristen Wiig, Mike Mikkel Heisman. Based on the novel by Matt Haig, this heartwarming holiday tale follows Nicholas, a boy who travels to the north to find his father who is searching for the Elfheim, the rumored village of the elves. Along the way, Nicholas enlists the help of his loyal sidekicks, Blitz in the Reindeer, and a Pet Mouse. So again, I'm really happy that I feel like Netflix is kind of keeping the tradition of Santa, magic, fantasy, Christmas movies alive. You know, whether it's the Christmas Chronicles the uh, that they have done or Jingle Jangle or you know, these different, you're just not getting from other places. So I really like that. And so I think this looked pretty good, pretty charming, great cast, of course. So I'm going to give this a diamond ring. I'm really hopeful that it'll be good. Uh, what do you think, Jennifer? Well, I have to admit, when I first heard it, I was like, what a ridiculous name. <laughs> kind of like, right, who names their kid Christmas? <laughs> like, <laughs> what in the world? But then we watched the trailer and I was like, oh, like you said, it's got that little twinkle of magic. I think it's beautifully done. It looks like an illustrated movie mm -hmm. it's so beautiful so i'm extremely excited about it and i am also going to give it a diamond you can't beat maggie smith narrating the movie i mean no and i was real excited oh that's professor mcgonagall and my daughter's like i know <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> you think ryan uh let's round out the trilogy a diamond ring for me Ooh, as well that's Hashtag our first one yeah, no, my, sec all... my second one. 
Oh, I meant our first triple, triple diamond. Oh, diamond. Yeah. Hashtag Maggie Smith supremacy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm, I'm what I'm watching Downton Abbey with my mom. I'm at the conclusion of season three. Do not spoil anything. I won't. (laughs) It's so good. I love that show. Okay. Then Um, we have Robin Robin. This is on the 24th as well. This is on Netflix. This stars Gillian Anderson, Richard E. Grant, Bronte Carmichael, Deal Akhtar, and it is from the, the folks over at Ardman Animation, Stop Motion. A bird raised by mice begins to question where she belongs in this heartwarming holiday, holiday musical special. Ardman, the animation studio behind Wallace and Gromit, Shaun the Sheep, and Chicken Run, created the stop motion adventure, so there's no double plenty, there's no doubt plenty of adorable whimsy is in store. So I'm really looking forward to that. I thought the trailer looked so cute. I mean, I love Ardman. I think they're incredible. So diamond ring for me, for sure. What do you think, Jennifer? Uh, I agree. I, I'm a huge Wallace and Gromit fan. I love stop motion animation. I thought it was beautifully done. I cracked up uh, when the little bird popped its head out and the mouse said something like, it looks weird. Can we eat it? <laughs> so I just like the kind of tone that they introduced. I love spins on classic tales. Um, one of my favorites, I can't even remember the name of it right now and I'm kicking myself, but it's uh, the ugly duckling story, but it's about a moose. Uh, oh, oh, the uglified ducky. Fun. There it is. Uglified ducky. It's so cute. Um, so I'm very excited about this one. I'm also going to go diamond. I think it looks adorable. Yeah. What do you think, Ryan? This is not just a diamond. It's the hope diamond. (laughs) I am, I am an Ardman Mark. I love everything that they do. Even early man, which nobody saw. And people are like, yeah, that's, that's like one of their lesser. I don't care. I still love it. And when I was watching this, I was like, this is, this is delightful. Mm -hmm. It looks so cute. So yay, Netflix for keeping Ardman alive. This is awesome. Uh, so, all right. Next up, we have also from Netflix. This is A Castle for Christmas. This is 26th of November. Starring Brooke Shields and Carrie Elways. Brooke Shields stars as famous author Sophie Brown, who is trying to buy a castle in Scotland, as one does. She faces opposition from the owner, Duke Miles, who doesn't want to sell the castle to a foreigner, but underneath all their conflict, something else may be blooming between them. I mean, really, you just had to tell me Brooke Shields and Carrie Ellis, and I'm like, okay, I'm already like very excited. Then the trailer, super fun. <laughs> I think. Um, so you know, I I'm I might I'm just giving diamond rings like they're just like all the time, but I think I might get some diamond ring too. I think it's gonna be really fun. I'm very excited for it. What do you think, Jennifer? I sure hope you're right. I couldn't find a trailer for it. And the one I found was like a fake trailer and <laughs> it was like still shots all pieced together. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Did I accidentally put the wrong one? Oh, in? I, I, I oh. found it. I looked on YouTube as well. So, um, it was, <laughs> it was really weird, <laughs> but I'm almost the opposite. I do love princess bride and Carrie Elwes, but Brooke Shields and I are not like, I don't hate her. <laughs> uh-huh. I just don't like, oh, she's in a movie. I have to see it. So I'm a little iffy. I'm not sold. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's possible it could win me over. So I'll, I'll go with a cutie. Well, I think you would love the trailer, first of all. Second of all, 
I think the reason why I love Brooke Shields is because I loved a little show she did called Lipstick Jungle, which was, I think, very underrated. Like very good show. It, this was on NBC for only two seasons. <laughs> and she was on it. And it also had uh, um, Robert Buckley playing a photographer. Oh, he was so dreamy. It is not Hallmark <laughs> approved. It is very racy. But oh, it was such a good show. Highly recommend it. Uh, if you, uh, if you don't mind a little spice in your, uh, in your shows, it's by the same person who did sex in the city, but it's like a network version. So it's slightly less, but, um, it's, it's, it was a really good show. So I really like, that's where I fell in love with Brooke Shields. Um, but Carrie Elwes, I love too. And I just feel like it's a good match. I feel like it's a good combo. Uh, but what do you think, Ryan? Well, I will need to activate my, uh, my immunity to Iacane powder to enjoy this one. <laughs> I'll give I'll be giving this one an orange. All right, good. Okay. Then we have a Loud House Christmas. This is on Paramount Plus. This is on the 26th of November. It's Wolfgang Schaefer, Jazir Bruno, Brian Stignick, and Marietta Moss. A Loud House Christmas follows Lincoln Loud as he gears up for the ultimate Christmas until he finds out that most of his sisters have plans to be elsewhere for the big day. Determined to remind his family that they all need to be together, Lincoln and his best friend Clyde McBride embark on a mission to preserve the family's holiday traditions. And like I, I would normally be kind of excited about this because I like The Loud House. I think it's a very charming show and as somebody who grew up in a my big family i can definitely appreciate the stresses of of uh, kind of getting enough attention and and uh, of having a lot of siblings uh but uh but this is a live action version of it i would just wish it was just animated i wish it wasn't live action um they have a a, a poster um so i'm gonna give this a call because i just wish it was animated and not in live action what do you think, Jennifer? I wanted to like it because it looked like something my kids might enjoy, but I, mm-hmm. I felt like the entire trailer was very loud. Like it was overwhelming. It was live action. Then it was cartoons and it was all over the place and very, very busy. And I, I don't have any idea what the loud house or the loud family is. So I'm maybe not the target audience at all, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to have to give it a lump of coal because I just I get loud yeah. stuff at Christmas. Like I don't need to watch a movie about it. Like, <laughs> I I think you might. The show is actually quite good. I think you'd like it. Um, is it animated? It's, it's an animated show. Yeah, about Lincoln Loud, and he has some um, ten uh, siblings. Holy cow! And all sisters. He's the only boy. And uh, <laughs> so it's it's a, it's a fun show. But um, but yeah, I don't like the fact they made this live action. But what do you think, Ryan? I'll be a little more generous and and say sock, if anything, just because I have no, I have no real exposure to the Loud House, so I'm not sure if if this will be faithful or not. But when when Rachel, when you said this was an animated movie that they made live action, I'm like, oh dear, this is not going to be good. <laughs> so holding out a little hope, but not much. Yeah. All right. So next we have my angels Christmas list. This is on the 26th and it's GAC, Chad, Michael Murray, and Jessica Loundis. And this Allie is a workaholic ER doctor struggling for work-life balance with boyfriend, Josh, 
On the night Josh is set to propose, he and Allie have an argument about her working an extra shift on Christmas Eve, which leads to a breakup. Allie is miserable alone until a chance encounter with handsome barista Gabe leads her to fulfill a Christmas bucket list of fun activities she never would have done on her own. Allie's best friend and fellow ER doctor Dawn has never seen Allie so engaged outside of work and is rooting for the Gabe-Allie relationship. Now the saintly Maureen must redirect Gabe's heartfelt intentions if Josh and Allie have any chance of reconciliation this Christmas. (laughs) So this sounds really weird to me. What on earth? So she goes to the handsome barista after a fight with her husband and our boyfriend and she has this incredible night with all this bucket list of activities. And then the, the ending is there's somebody trying to put her back together with Josh. What? So I give this a coal. This sounds terrible. <laughs> what do you think, Jennifer? I, from the beginning, I was like, eh, I don't really know. I'll give it a chance because Chad Michael Murray. But um, then you started like th- reading through the uh, synopsis, it kind of reminded me of the Christmas list, uh, that movie that I love that you can't find anywhere. In oh, bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I got excited thinking, oh, maybe it's kind of like that, but then I, maybe I'm a prude. I don't like movies or books to encourage people to cheat on each other or yeah. to <laughs> rebound, or it's just, it's just bad news and usually ends badly. So I'm going to have to give it a, I don't know. I guess a lump of coal, maybe a a coal covered sock. Um, I want it to be interesting, but I just don't think the the plot makes a lot of sense for something that I like. Yeah. What a weird summary to include that. Oh, her friend has never seen her so engaged outside of work. Like what? That's so weird. What are we supposed to feel about this? Are are we going to be like happy that she's still with Josh by the end? Or are we going to be sad because she's not with Gabe? Or like what? So yeah. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, Yeah, I'm going cold. I'm not feeling this one. It's like what Jennifer said about the whole cheating aspect. It just, I I don't know. I just, I kind of nothing to this. and, And that's like me being super generous and chad michael murray and jessica landis have worked together now this will be their third time they've worked together Hmm. so they do have some chemistry that might help but then that's weird if you're supposed to be with josh like what we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or hallmarky in your life what about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. 
Okay, next we have Royally Wrapped for Christmas. This is on the 27th. It's GAC, Jen Lilly, and Brendan Fair. And it's Lindsay heads up one of the most successful chapters of the Festive Heart Foundation, a philanthropic organization which will celebrate a century of helping undeserved children, underserved, underserved (laughs) children around the world. Founded by the royal family of Veronia, Lindsay is summoned to the kingdom as one of the world's three most successful foundation organizers to plan the Centennial Gala. Before she embarks to Veronia, Lindsay meets the charity's president, president again, Reed, Willard, and Aiden, who Lindsay mistakenly believes is the organization's accountant. Once in Veronia, Lindsay discovers the accountant, quote unquote, is really Prince Aiden, who is to ascend the throne. Committed to the mission to imagine the next hundred years of charity, Lindsay leans into a family tradition to give a gift and keep a gift. Veronia's parliament enthusiastically accepts Lindsay's idea for the charity, vowing to change the world in the kindest way. Now Prince Aiden must decide if the commoner from New York who has helped so many can help him find a happily ever after. So Jennifer, what do you think? I don't know. I, it sounds so busy. I mean, part of it is just, that was a very wordy description in general. <laughs> Goodness. You have to make it so Give hard for me. A break. Well, and I, I'm still really confused. She meets the charity's president, Willard and Aiden. And it sounds like he's the president and the prince, which I don't think he is. It's very confusing. Um, that Aiden is the accountant. Like, how is that happening? I don't know. And why didn't he correct her? But that happens a lot. Royalty likes to be normal, apparently, in all of the films that I've watched. (laughs) Not that I know any real royals that would (laughs) confirm. I I'm going to give it a sock, maybe you know, clean one. I'll give it the opportunity. I'm curious enough mm-hmm. to see, but I, I just don't. That that summary is not doing it any favors. No, I am gonna go to Cole. I do love Jen Lily. I think she's delightful, but she's had some not great ones. And I don't know. I've just seen so many bad princess movies that it's hard to get excited about this one. I don't feel like the match has will have great chemistry. I could be wrong, but I don't know. I just Brendan Fair and or don't seem like a good match to me. Uh, so what do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I agree with everyone here. I'll, I'll go Cole. It just, it feels like GAC are trying to like make this a series, but then the, then they didn't like have the money for it. So they're like, oh, we'll just make just one movie out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Then we have Christmas is You. This on the 28th. This is from GAC. Becca Tobin, Matthew McCall, it's Emma is given an ultimatum by her boss at Old Town Records. Go home for the holidays and convince former boyfriend and national recording store star Tyler Thorne to sign with Old Town or find another job. While Emma is an organized assistant, her real dream is to be a singer. After quitting his label, Tyler's headed home for Christmas for the first time in years. When Emma and Tyler arrive in their hometown, they're immediately immersed in an all-hands-on-deck effort to save the annual Christmas carol celebration, where they first sang together as kids in the choir. Turns out, a trip down memory lane may hit all the right notes for love. Rebecca Tobin, she is a good singer. She has been on Glee and some other stuff, and... 
then Matthew McCall, I'm really excited for him because he's been the other guy and the, or the best friend in a lot of movies. He was the lead in the Haley Dean mysteries and he was very, very dreamy in that, but I've long thought that he deserved to be the leading man. So I'm excited that he gets to be the leading man. I think they'll actually have really good chemistry and I kind of like the story. I think it sounds fun. So I'm actually pretty high on this. I'm going to give it like a, an orange, a pretty good orange. <laughs> like a yummy orange. What do you think, Jennifer? Um, yeah, I think I agree. I think in general, just reading it, I don't necessarily get super excited, but if you look at it as formulaic, um, it has a lot of the same sort of tropes as other romantic comedies that I like that work. So um, I'm going to give it a cutie. Maybe, maybe a medium cutie. Is that a thing? <laughs> I'll just give it a regular orange. There we go. <laughs> Don't make it complicated. I, I think it could be cute. So we'll just have to see. I hope I'll have some good music because like said, Beck Tobin can sing. And I don't know if Matthew McCall can sing, but I, would I wouldn't think you'd so. hire him for this role if he couldn't sing. So uh, what do you think, Ryan? I'll give it an orange. It kind of reminds me of this movie called Get Him to the Greek, except mm-hmm. uh, or Christmas related. And I like that movie and I may like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we've got a, we've got so many. <laughs> All right. Next up. Well, we don't have as long ones for these next ones. Okay. So we have Christmas witness. This is on ion. This is the 28th. It starts Ariel Kebble and Colin Egglesfield. And I feel like that's a pretty big get for ion network to get both of them. They're pretty well, and well known for ion at least. Um, it's nonsense. Federal marshal is tasked with protecting a low-level, charming mobster until he testifies against his mafia boss two days after Christmas. So that's not a ton to go off of, but I do really like Ariel Kebble and Colin Egglesfield, and it sounds kind of funny to me. It could be funny. Uh, so I'm going to be optimistic and give this an orange. What do you think, Jennifer? Yeah, based on the plot alone, I'm just a sucker for for these sorts of like, you know, law and order (laughs) romances. I don't know, uh, Bones and Castle and all those things. So I'll I'll give it an orange. And I think it sounds funny him being a low level charming mobster. (laughs) 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 He's not too bad of a guy. (laughs) What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I will go with, uh, I'll go with an orange on this one. I, I think it sounds mm-hmm. promising. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is our only Christmas horror because there were just wasn't any this year. No one was in a horror mood. Uh, and this is actually a series. This is on Netflix. It's the 28th of November. It's called Elves and it's looking for a bit of holiday horror. Definitely not one for young kids. Elves follows a family of four as they attempt to reconnect on a trip to a remote island only to find themselves in the company of bloodthirsty elves who keep the locals in fear. (laughs) This is the best I could find this year. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) Those danged elves. (laughs) So bloodthirsty blood and company of blood there's the elves someone must have fed the elves after midnight (laughs) yeah i mean i'm gonna give it a blood orange you know they have those blood oranges yes i'm gonna give them that because no i'm not gonna watch it but hey at least they're trying to do something different (laughs) it was just too perfect i cannot give it a blood orange (laughs) 
I'm sure they'd appreciate that. <laughs> what do you think, Jennifer? I am notoriously not a horror person. I, it's just not my yeah. thing. And I mean, other than their elves, I don't really see the Christmas element. <laughs> Maybe the trailer's different, but I mean, even if it's a, a quality horror series, I'm probably out. So I'm just going to yeah. give, it, give cool. it some coal and be on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I'll give it a, um, I'll give it an orange. I think it, I think it has possibilities. If I've learned anything from doing Scary Mania, it's that <laughs> you can be surprised with movies that mm -hmm. sound ridiculous on paper, but actually aren't too bad yeah. when you actually There is watch. a good tradition of holiday horror movies. Uh, everything from Gremlins to, uh, uh, to Anna and the Apocalypse to Krampus to some fun uh horror movies and after watching 115 rom-coms sometimes i i like to take out one of those and watch them because i just in the mood for something different uh but okay then we have a chestnut family christmas this is on the own channel on the 30th and it stars megan holder and brad james when a talented pastry chef currently working as a live-in cook accidentally commits to hosting her family for the holidays she poses as the wealthy homeowner in order to impress them and to remove the black sheep burden she's been carrying her whole life. All seems to be going well until everyone's secrets are exposed and relationships begin to unravel. What do you think, Jennifer? I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like such a Scrooge at this exact moment because technically it could be interesting. But again, I think at the holidays, I'm looking for distraction. I'm not looking for family drama because that can be had in real life mm -hmm. <laughs> at any time, but most especially at the holidays. So I'll give it, uh, I don't know, I'll give it a clean sock. I'm not super excited about mm -hmm. it, but I, I would give it a chance. Yeah, I mean, I think they're gonna have like some shenanigans. They had a first look on YouTube uh, that looked like it was going to have some fun uh, but, um, but yeah, some of the drama stuff, maybe not as much my thing, but hopefully maybe it'll be good. What do you think, Ryan? Um, I have, um, I have positive feelings about this. I was reading the plot and thinking to myself, this kind of reminds me a little bit of Christmas in Connecticut, which I, I'm going to be oh, reviewing, I'm going to be reviewing in December, but, um, I haven't watched it, but I've read the plot enough to where I can say to myself, Sounds a lot like Christmas in Connecticut. Yeah, I mean, I love Christmas in Connecticut, but I'm going to give it also a sock, but uh, the first look didn't tell as much as I would like, but hopefully it'll be fun um, and uh, we'll see. Okay, and then we have Single All the Way. This is on the 2nd of December. Netflix stars Michael Urie, Luke McFarlane, Barry Boswick, Jennifer Coolidge, and Kathleen Jimmy, so incredible cast. Eternal Singleton, Peter tries to get his family off his back by enlisting his best friend Nick to pretend they are in a relationship for the holidays, something that always goes smoothly, smoothly <laughs> in holiday rom-coms. <laughs> Peter's mother, of course, has other plans for her son, setting him up on a blind date with her trainer, James. So I think this looks really funny. There is a trailer. Uh, I love Jennifer Coolidge so much, and I think she's going to be hilarious in this. I really like the whole cast. I think looks great so i i like like i said i like the trailer so i'm gonna give it a diamond ring 
Netflix uh, is getting a lot of diamond rings for me. Yeah. They really, I'm enjoying their, I'll be, I hope it's as good as, as, as they're hyping it up to be. But what do you think, Jennifer? I think it looks like it has a lot of potential. Jennifer Coolidge is of course hilarious mm. uh, in everything I've seen her in. And I think the the plot sounds both familiar and new. Um, so I'm going to give it an orange as well. Yeah. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I will go orange as well. I think it has the possibility to be pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. Okay, then we have Jingle Bell Princess. This is on the 4th of December, GAC. This stars Merritt Patterson, Trevor Donovan. It's mechanical issues, temporarily ground Princess Amelia's royal jet in the small town of Tucker, Maine. With the crew distracted attending to the repair, Amelia deplanes to walk through a magical Christmas tree lot on the airport's perimeter. She finds herself chatting with jovial owner Harley after she realizes how much time has passed. Amelia rushes back to the runway only to find the Royal jet has departed, believing she was on board. When a massive snowstorm moves in, grounding all air traffic in and out of Tucker, Amelia is devastated. She may miss Christmas in her father's kingdom. What looks like a Royal catastrophe turns into an unforgettable holiday as Amelia is taken in by airline employee, Annie Cutler and her son, Sam. He's a commoner and she's a royal, but their mutual attraction may cause this uncommon romance to take flight. So Jennifer, what do you think? <laughs> I think it sounds a little kitschy and a little like, you know, a bunch of other things combined, but I think it has potential. It sounds like it could be charming. So I'll, I'll give it a cutie. I think, I think I'm interested mm-hmm. enough uh, to see where, where it takes place. Like I love, <laughs> I don't know why, but I like, uh, stranded movies you know when they're when it, they kind of take place in one location just to see yeah. how they use the location so i don't know if they're going to do that or if they're going to take her to their house um but it sounds interesting and like it could could work what do you think ryan i feel like i know exactly where this is heading but i'm not made of stone i'll, I'll give this one a cutie yeah i think that that uh is a pretty pretty good score i mean it seems pretty ridiculous that they wouldn't have secret service or people like on board for, for her uh but i guess they're just lax on that in um whatever fired. country that she's <laughs> from <laughs> so i i uh, i'll give it a like a nice sock like a bomba sock <laughs> would be good uh, but uh all right let's keep going so we have the christmas thief and this is on ion on the fifth and it stars michelle borth and vivica a fox and it's lana a fledging private eye is home for the holidays he realizes the only way to save her career is by solving a string of local burglaries where the main suspect is santa claus with little evidence and having to contend with a local detective and investigative style that clashes with hers the season may prove to be anything but holly and jolly. Vivica Fox co-stars. So um, what do you think, Jennifer? I'm going to have to stick with what I said earlier. And I really like silly detective romance things. And this one, I, I think in particular, I love that Santa is the culprit. 
because it's it's so any movie that takes place where santa is a suspect it's just way funnier because there's so many (laughs) christmas it's like good luck finding him (laughs) so i'm i'm gonna give it an orange i'm i'm curious me too i mean also give it an orange and i just feel like vivica fox i mean she's gonna be hilarious she's gonna camp it up and make it fun uh being this uh (laughs) this detective uh what do you think uh what do you think ryan well i'm a big vivica fox fan as well so um i'll get this one in orange okay then we have a lot like christmas this is on the 5th of december it's gac and it stars maggie lawson and christopher russell we love christopher russell on the podcast he's been on a couple times he's so funny so nice maggie lawson of course is on um psych so she's she's she hasn't for some reason her hallmark movies just have not been great but um uh but i always feel like she has the potential to be so good and i so maybe this will be it but it's Jessica owns the most popular Christmas tree lot in the picturesque New England town of Hudson Springs. But when big city marketing executive Clay moves a big box chain store into the area and starts selling trees, Jessica finds her business in jeopardy. As the professional competition escalates, Jessica and Clay run into another complication. They start falling for each other. <laughs> so what do you think, Jennifer? um you've got mail anyone (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i that you know how i feel about that movie i i like to give things a chance but that movie's perfection so i don't Mm -hmm. know how they could potentially even scratch the surface of that um now in fairness you've got mail itself is a remake so we should probably allow it to be remade but well, I, I'm not saying it can't be remade. I'm just not going to probably <laughs> like anything other than it. I won't like but, it any better necessarily. Yeah, the problem is is that <laughs> the problem is is that in you've got mail, there's actual stakes. The store actually closes. She actually has to go through loss. In all of these, you've got mail copycats and shop around the corner if you want to go back that far. In all of these copycats, there's no stakes. You know that she's not going to lose the tree lot in this case and so it's and not, not going to beat the, the big guy they'll probably do, forces i do like these leads so that gives me a little bit of hope um so i'm gonna give it a, like a bomba sock i hope that it'll be fun but yeah it does look pretty bland i'm giving uh, it a normal sock just a normal <laughs> one what do you think <laughs> ryan I'm going with sock also. This is sock trilogy, if you will. <laughs> okay. Then we have a sisterly Christmas. This is on the seventh on own Deborah Joy Winnians and Kendrick Cross. And it's two sisters, one who loves Christmas and everything that comes with it. And the other who can be the scroogiest of Scrooges receive an early Christmas gift and inheritance that takes them on a once in a lifetime luxury vacation their Christmas proves to be more than they bargained for when they run into their childhood rival, now a Broadway star, who digs in on these sisters, testing their resolve as women and their bonds of sisterhood. So I don't know what that means that they she's digs in on these sisters. I don't know what that means, but she she pits she makes herself the villain so that they can unite. I guess, but I don't know. Like I have just never heard that saying digs no, in it's on weird. these sisters. That's a weird challenge, way to maybe. 
and the other is the scroogiest of scrooges wow um, but it doesn't seem like they say that but it doesn't seem like this is a christmas carol plot and season there's no you know visitors or anything like that so i don't know um they did a first look uh but um i'm gonna give it a sock what do you think jennifer i'm gonna be the scroogiest of scrooges and give it a coal i just <laughs> from the description i, I don't I just don't have any warm fuzzies or interest. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I'm going to give this a sock. Just reading the plot, I'm just thinking to myself, they're going to argue for like the first two thirds and then here comes the Broadway star and then something will happen and then they'll be like, let's take her down together. And sure (laughs) enough, it happens. Yes. All right, here we go. Okay, so then we have A Christmas Miracle for Daisy. And this is on the 11th, GAC, Jill Wagner, Nick Bateman. Whitney owns Marietta Designs, an interior design firm, which she runs with her friend, Andy. She's designing Santa's float for the town's annual Christmas parade when a potential job opportunity comes her way. The full redesign of a landmark home by Christmas Eve. Despite the challenge, Whitney and Andy sign on to the job only to discover the home's new owner is Whitney's ex-boyfriend, Connor, who has moved to town from Los Angeles with his bright-eyed young daughter, Daisy. Connor had no intention of becoming a family man, but when his goddaughter is orphaned, he adopts her and commits to becoming a devoted single dad. More than anything, Daisy wishes for a mom to complete her picture-perfect family, and no prospect is as perfect as Whitney. Tall order, but Christmas is a time for miracles. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot to unpack here <laughs> going on. Uh, we've got like the architects battling uh, the two women. Um, and then we have the ex-boyfriend who now is like, uh, who had no plans of becoming a dad and now is devoted because of his goddaughter is orphaned. And then we've got a child matchmaker. Um, I really like Jill Wagner and Nick Bateman is very, very swoon worthy. So that's, that's got potential. Uh, it looks okay to me. I'm going to give it like, uh, I'm going to, uh, an average orange, just a regular orange. <laughs> what do you think, Jennifer? Apparently there's a book, uh, a Christmas miracle oh, yeah? for Daisy. Yes. So I'm curious. I'm I'm willing to give it a, ch- a shot. There's a lot, like you said, there, and they described it backwards from the way that the book was described, which I find interesting. Oh, really? <laughs> um, like just in the ba- reverse order. Um, so I'll give it an orange and just see. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, same thing, orange. I think I'll just have to see it in order to form an opinion. <laughs> okay. Good. All right, then we have an Ion Channel, a new lease on Christmas. The stars Claire Coffey and Jeff Stoltz, who is on uh, Seventh Heaven. <clears throat> and it's a single real estate agent uh, falls for a handsome coffee shop owner, only to discover that the job she took requires her to evict him from his shop. So this sounds very basic to me. I mean, I like Claire Coffey and I like Jeff Stoltz, um, but not enough to be very excited about, you know, save the store kind of plot. So I'm going to give this a call. It doesn't sound great to me. What do you think, Jennifer? 
Yeah, I'm gonna give it a sock. I it's just yeah, yeah not sure. It it could could surprise me, but at this point it doesn't seem likely. <laughs> you think Ryan? I'm going cold. This feels almost too predictable to me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Then we have a Christmas star. This is GAC, Sarah Canning, and Daniel Lissing. And astronomer Madeline Baggett searches for life beyond Earth. And when she believes she has found it, she convinces her boss to allow her to travel to a small hamlet upstate New York, where she hopes to capture a once in a lifetime event with refractors, telescopes, and a small film crew in tow. Madeline arrives and sets up in Summit Ridge, where she meets widowed National Park Ranger ryan and his young daughter celeste with ryan's help madeline begins to chart the celestial event which brings the pair closer to finding love under the stars so this is very exciting we had just talked the other day about are they ever gonna have aliens in a hallmark movie this is pretty close (laughs) i was going to say i know nothing of a woman named madeline She searches, she searches for life beyond Earth, and when she believes she's found it, <laughs> I do like Sarah Canning a lot. Daniel Listing isn't my favorite, but whatever. Um, I am gonna give this a sock. But what do you think, Jennifer? I am so confused by this. <laughs> I am simultaneously extremely excited and then i feel like a dope for being excited <laughs> i feel like this could go very very wrong but uh i'm i think you said candied orange is the one between <laughs> orange and dime i'm gonna i'm gonna be hopeful here i my <laughs> i'm just curious i'm too curious yes. to not be a little excited <laughs> ryan what do you think um i'll give it a- I'll give it a like a very small orange. I think I think it might be okay. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> We're getting close. To almost be oh, sorry, this is so long. Okay. We have a Christmas stray. This is on own. It's on the 14th. It's Andra Fuller and Ryan and Ryan Nicole Brown. And it's a tightly wound corporate executive finds himself hopelessly stranded in a small mountain town on Christmas Eve. Unable to shake the adorable stray dog who ran him off the road and irresistibly drawn to the free-spirited local veterinarian who is sorely in need of some Christmas magic herself. That was a very long sentence. <laughs> I mean, this looks cute, I think. This, I think, looks the best out of the own movies uh, and cute doggy. And I think it looks, it looks cute enough to me. And so I'm going to give this an orange. What do you think, uh, Jennifer? yeah i i'm a sucker for dogs although i'm wondering why everyone is so tightly wound in all of these christmas movies like yeah all the own relax. movies everybody needs to lighten up I'm tightly wound <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm in uh i would i i'll give it also a, a candied orange mm, yeah what do you think uh ryan yeah i concur i think it has possibilities Okay, then we have a California Christmas uh, City Lights, and this is a sequel to the California Christmas on Netflix. And it's on the 16th. It stars Lauren Swickard and Josh Swickard, real-life married couple. And in this sequel, Callie and Joseph are more in love than ever, but when work and family obligations force them to move back to the city, 
things get a little more complicated so the first one was like barely a christmas movie at all like it was so tagged on and it wasn't a very good movie it was kind of spicy though for these christmas movies it had some if you are missing that (laughs) you want something a little more pg-13 then watch it california christmas but it's not not the best it has a really weird plot of subplot with this like guy who's kind of fixated on her and it's sort of her i don't know strange anyway um this sounds very blind to me i'm gonna give it a coal because i didn't like the first one and this sounds lame uh what do you think jeffer same i've just i almost zoned out (laughs) i just there's nothing in there that catches my attention so i'm gonna give it a coal you agree ryan yeah, yeah, the same. It they told a better version of this story in the little sequence in Better Call Saul where Kim and Jimmy were off doing their own thing and it was to the song Something Stupid. You just mm-hmm. you'll have to have seen the episode to get it. It's essentially <laughs> the same thing as this. Just watch that instead, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's not Christmas themed, but yes. <laughs> Still better. Okay. It's time spent. <laughs> Then we have, well, either is California Christmas hardly Christmas themed at all. Uh, okay. Then we have Joy for Christmas. This is on the 19th. It's GAC, Cindy Busby, Sam Page. Again, when her family firm's annual Christmas toy drive is in jeopardy, Holly must convince pro athlete Jack to be the public face of the campaign to help save it. As, as Noelle helps Jack rediscover the meaning of Christmas, Holly reconnects with her own family's traditions. While Jack and Holly go through the challenges of making Christmas dreams for others come true, they discover kindred spirits in each other and the potential for the gift of romance this holiday season. So, yeah, I mean, this sounds pretty basic to me. Um, I'm going to give it a sock. What do you think, Jennifer? I'm going to give it a cutie. I like the the general idea of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, like you said, not anything super new, but, you know it's mm-hmm. it's possible that they can find something cute in there yeah and sam page has been in some good ones and he's i think a pretty solid actor so i think between the two of them hopefully that would be good what do you think ryan i agree with you rachel i'm giving him a sock mm-hmm. okay then we have grumpy christmas and this is on netflix on the 22nd stars hector bonillo and benny ibar Bitter, grumpy patriarch Don Servando and his family travel to spend Christmas with Donna Elisa, a relative who becomes his ultimate nemesis. It may be Christmas, but Don Servando is set on proving everyone that Donna Alicia is a terrible person. Um, I think this will be kind of tongue-in-cheek. I think it'll be funny because, uh, I mean, that that's not Christmas spirit at all. It's grumpy Christmas, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's not, it doesn't sound like for me. So uh, hopefully it'll be funny. It's hard to know without a trailer for this one, but I'm going to give this a call. I I don't really like them saying he's going to be a terrible person. What do you think, Jennifer? Yeah, um, I'll give it a cold dusted sock. Uh, there, there's enough that it could be funny, but like you said, it's just not the, the Christmas spirit. <laughs> so, um, unless it's hilarious, it's likely mm-hmm. gonna pew, go down my list. <laughs> you agree, Ryan? Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. This is just like, this. I hope this is like satire of some kind because 
this is like the type of guy it's like if Ebenezer Scrooge didn't go through the whole three ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. All right. Well, we have two that have to be determined. They're on Paramount Plus slash CBS. Um, it's Christmas Takes Flight. Uh, and it's Katie Lowe's and Evan Williams. A holiday battle of wills erupts between pilot Jenny Beckett and Matt Connor, a number-crunching CEO who purchases Jenny's family-owned regional airline. Matt's cost-cutting initiatives threaten Christmas when he cancels the airline's annual holiday charitable benefit for underserved children. Determined to show Matt that the sweetest things in life are worth any price, Jenny rallies the community to help save the event and unexpectedly finds herself falling for the mag- magnet in the process. So this sounds kind of fun to me. I mean, it's very basic, uh, this type of movie, but uh, I'm going to give this uh, an orange. What do you think, Jeffrey? I'm, I would like to see a, a trailer to be mm-hmm. able to really get a feel for it. I think just based on the plot alone, I'm going to have to give it a sock because, like you said, it just seems like we've been there before and mm-hmm. there isn't anything in the in the synopsis that makes me go, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm just maybe generous with my orange, but what do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I I guess I'm a little too nice, but orange here as well. Mm-hmm. All right, last one. We did it. This is so longest podcast ever. It's <laughs> a Christmas proposal. Paramount Plus, uh, Adam Rodriguez and Jessica Camacho. It's a chef who dreams of having her own food truck, agrees to pose as the girlfriend of an attorney. Working together, they try to prove he's the ideal candidate to take over the family firm but it's complicated as real sparks begin to fly. So I don't really understand what's happening here, but I do love a fake fiance plot. I always think that's so fun and hilarious. Um, so I don't really understand what her, why her food, like there's, I don't know if her food truck comes into play because she does it to, she, she agrees because he's going to help her or something. Like I don't know it for her. Yeah, what's in it for her? Why is she doing this? I'm not sure. Um, but uh, but it, uh, I, mean, I do know just Camacho and she's fun. So yeah, maybe we'll maybe yeah. he's going to help her financially since it's a family firm. Maybe or help her to purchase the food truck or something. I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's hard to say from that. But I'm, I'll give it a sock. But hopefully it'll be good. I think I'm just a sucker for food trucks. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm going to give it an orange. (laughs) I think it's just different enough. And I like the uh, juxtaposition of the food truck and the attorney. (laughs) I don't know. The way they have it set up sounds interesting. I hope that we get like a little promo or trailer or something like that. Yeah. Uh, What do you think, uh, Ryan? I uh, I echo the same. All right, we did it. We went through all the movies. This was so long. If you if you listened to this whole podcast, tweet out you get hashtag, a diamond. <laughs> hashtag diamond hallmarkies. Diamond hallmarkies <laughs> will know that you listened to the whole thing. <laughs> but let us know what you think of all of these movies, what you would give 
to the different movies with diamond rings would you be giving out oranges all over the place coals all over the place socks we would love to hear your thoughts and uh jennifer how can people follow you on social media fun stuff like that i'm on twitter at pb and jedi great and uh ryan what about you they can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at RyanCam20. And there's, of course, my YouTube channel, which is just called RyanCam. Uh, we're recording this in late October, which means that probably by the time this goes out, my Scary Mania series will have been wrapped up, where I reviewed 31 horror movies in 31 days. Uh, November is going to be a bit of a catch-up month for me, where I'm going to be reviewing uh, doing my Villeneuve ranking in honor of Dune and reviewing the Craig Bonds in honor of No Time to Die. Scary Mania just ate up everything else on the schedule. And then in December I'm going to have a I'm going to have big plans. So uh, uh and I'll be announcing those very soon. So if you haven't checked me out please do. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media, iTunes, YouTube and on Run Tomatoes. So check that out. And also make sure that you check out the Hidden Jumps podcast that Ryan and I do every Friday night on Rachel's Reviews, our Friday on Rachel's Reviews. We have so much fun uh, talking about Hidden Jumps from all these streaming services. And maybe we'll talk about some of these uh, in the future. But uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That helps us so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is so much fun. Uh, you get to have experiences like we talked about with Michael Damien and Janine uh, and uh, the watch along. Lacey Chabert even came on that episode. That was amazing. Uh, so the, our patrons get great opportunities, great experiences, really fun. And we have our Facebook patron group. Uh, so please check it out. It's only $2 a month and it really, really helps us out a lot. So take a look over there. Also, we have the merch store, which has tons of new festive designs. So please take a look at that. We would really appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much to both of you. I really appreciate you helping me go through all of these <laughs> and uh, wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.